Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie LaFevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And And this this is Fangasm. Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Allie. I'm Danny. I'm Lindsay. And Lindsay's mad at us right now because we were supposed to just hit record and start shooting the shit, catching up, and we just had a 20-minute conversation that will not end up on the episode. So it was a lot of proprietary talk. Yeah. We couldn't air it. It ended up being good because Danny shared his super secret business idea that we are obviously not going to discuss. But, you know, I just... Love to gab with you guys, and we we usually talk for like 30 minutes before we hit record, which does one of two things. We like lose time, we haven't started recording, and we have all these really cute little fun moments, at least they are to us. So I'm like, let's yeah. just hit record. Keep going. Okay, I'll tell them, I'll tell them. It's a, it's a B2B business, and you know in the agriculture industry, the challenge that farmers have when they have <laughs> extra supply well, what I'm thinking about is shorting. I'm shorting all of the futures on corn, and yeah. so yeah. I just didn't want everyone to get it. It's perfect. That's the idea. <laughs> it's not working on it for That's years. Exactly it. Uh, it is my favorite because in my other part of my life in consulting, and so we like get to learn about businesses and like, oh, there's a business that does that, and you're like, it's a trillion dollar company that does that. Like, oh my god, it is wild. Why didn't I think of that? One of my girlfriends from high school, she works at a company that the entire product that they manufacture are all like really weird little bolts for a car. And it's a global, gigantic, incredibly profitable business. And she's been there for years. It's just, it's like they sell like five things and it's all these like really minute parts of a vehicle back in Detroit. So, well, I think obedience should pitch them. Like, sure, you only sell these five nuts and bolts to businesses, but what if they were called? We've got the nuts and bolts. <laughs> There's not enough wordplay in B2B. Yeah, truly. That's, that's business true. to business if you're not in the B to B. <laughs> to be or not to be. Yeah. That is the business question. You guys, I, I got a funny story I can tell you that's something that just happened right before we sat down to record. I've been watching Mad Men, and I'm on season five, and they just introduced a new character who's played by the actor Ben Feldman who was also on Superstore. I'm sure many of our listeners have watched both. And he's a super cute guy. And uh, so I followed him on on Instagram. (laughs) As one does. (laughs) As one does. (laughs) And I just got a message right before we started recording that's from a different Ben Feldman account that's Ben M. Feldman with two N's at the end and then a one. And it said, hey, Allie, this is Ben Feldman. I wanted to message you privately. <laughs> How are you? And this account has one follower that's from like <laughs> some offbeat country on the other side of the world. And they have one post and it's an older gentleman with an older woman and they're holding a poodle. And then the link goes to a retirement site. <laughs> well, you clicked the link. You clicked the link. I did. I did. I'm thinking... On what planet am I supposed to believe that this is <laughs> the renowned Mad Men superstar actor Ben Feldman? Oh, I just was man. laughing like, what a catfish. How many people would buy into that? 
Well, also, I love that he is following the Ben Feldman account and just scraping yes. up all of the yeah. all of the people. Like, is there seven a day? Like, how many people? <laughs> how many people are adding on? How many people are following Ben Feldman? Like, both shows have been now off the air for a little while. So, <laughs> I mean, oh, so funny. I don't under really understand all these scams that are happening, but I know that I'm so gullible. I worry about myself as I get like older and out of touch with. More out of touch, correction, <laughs> with how everything works because you remember when that – and there was a Vice article about it. It was like if you get a text from an Amanda who asks if you're the guy she connected with on Tinder, oh, yeah. don't answer. And like yeah. it happened to me and I like felt really badly for her and I was just like, <laughs> no, this isn't him, but don't worry, girl. And then she was like, you sound cool and cute. Let's trade pics. And she they weren't dirty, but like she just sent like <laughs> so many. I like got myself into a whole pickle because I felt so bad for her. <laughs> Did you send her a pic? I can't remember. No, oh my God. No, <laughs> Allie. I'm not that bad. I was just like, hey, keep your chin up. Like he doesn't deserve you. <laughs> this person was doing like I don't know what their end goal was. And then I like shared it, I think, on stories. And all these people were like, yes. And it turns out it's like the same picture of the same girl. Amanda, Amanda. who's now invited to Lindsay's wedding. Right, who's now my maid of honor. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't met her yet, but gave her all my wedding money, but things are going great. (laughs) Don't worry, girl. You'll meet someone at my wedding. Don't worry, girl. But I think she knew where I was from and was like, I'm back in town. Is this Trent or whatever? And I was just like, oh, fuck, this poor girl got given the wrong number. And then I like said, you know, I don't live there anymore and blah, blah, blah. They must do it based off of your area code because then she was like, do you have any recommendations for the area? <laughs> he got in a hole, and Caleb got home, and he was like, "Stop!" He was like, "Delete it! Don't click anything!" And like, what is happening? I was like, <laughs> "Speaking of very specific business plots, is yeah. Yeah. scooping up Ben Feldman followers and <laughs> and Lindsay Rush." Wait, uh, Danny, I didn't tell you this, but I told Lindsay this <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Someone knocked on our door, and I was sitting in our living room, and then Matt answered the door, and I heard him talking to this person, and they were saying they were from Comcast, and they were sent door to door to just check on the quality of service. And they said, hey, you know, can we check out your bill to take a look at it to make sure you're getting, uh, you know, the service that you requested? And Matt goes, oh, well, I don't have a copy of it on me. And he goes, well, it's okay. You can go and print one out from your computer. I'll wait. And my husband shuts the door and proceeds to almost walk down the basement to the printer to print out a copy of our bill. And I go, what are you you doing? (laughs) I go, it's a scam. He goes, it is? (laughs) I was like, what company is sending someone door to door in a pandemic that doesn't have access yeah. to <laughs> manually look at your phone bill. And that you need to go print off. Yeah, you have to do a print off. He doesn't have any company identification. He's not in a uniform. Oh. He's such a like sweet, naive Iowa boy. You don't know how many family he's <laughs> supporting on the side. Did you guys ever answer the door for the census last year? The U.S. census? No. Well, great. You're part of the problem. <laughs> I filled it out. Filled it out. Yeah. One of the guys came to my door and like had like identification, had the whole thing. But I was so nervous the whole time that I was giving my – so I just said pass on anything except, like, my name and my age or something like that. Because And he was like, the, you know, the more information you can give us, the better. And I was like, I just don't. I, like, want to help you, but I also don't know. So who knows? Maybe I contributed. Maybe I didn't. He's like, you look very Caucasian, are you? <laughs> <laughs> nope. I cannot tell you that. <laughs> and he was like, if you want to say – it was like, you have to say pass or, like, I'd rather not answer or something like that. He's like, are you <laughs> – the whitest girl that ever whited. And I'm like, oh, no, no reply. <laughs> um, well, if you work at a very specific company doing a very specific <laughs> job and or you 
scam people regularly or have been scammed, let us know on our Facebook group. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Facebook groups, hmm. we got a new one. We do. We have a new group. We are now up to 21 groups. And I compiled the list of all the groups and pinned them to the top of the Potterotics, which was our original group, and then our main group now, the Fanny Pack. But uh, we have a new one that's all about marijuana, our 420 group. Great. I didn't really take time to fill out a description or anything, but I just wrote, um, it's always season 420 in here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, two of our listeners are running the group. Um, so if you want to talk weed, <laughs> you know, feel free to join. I think it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash uh, Huffle Puff Puff Pass is the name of the group. <laughs> Genius. That's excellent. So anyway, yeah. So we have a new group to add to the roster. We are, yeah, we're up to 21 now, which is bonkers. Stoners and boners. <laughs> yeah, those are our two specialties, apparently. Oh, cute. Well, we haven't had a new group in a while. So thank you to, do you remember who it was? Amda was one of our listeners that started the discussion around creating a Huffle Puff Puff Pass related group. And so they got a couple other folks who were excited and wanted to participate. And so I said, if you get enough folks who message me, I'll, I'll set it up. So uh, they did. And I did. I love it. Cool. I was also high when I was setting it up. I thought this feels very appropriate right now. <laughs> Immersing. I feel like there's like a dongs and bong joke in there. Oh, yeah. Stoners and boner, dongs and bongs. I love it. <laughs> We're going to have our incredible 5,000 in the fanny pack and then like 35 million in Hufflepuff Buff Pass. <laughs> Moki is behind me right now because it's raining out and she's so scared and she is farting up a storm. Oh, no. And she never farts. <laughs> farting up in a storm. <laughs> I'm ready to dry heave. It's disgusting. I'm in my own hell right now. I'm just in a cloud of farts. Oh, no, the stink is. You're in a stinkus. I'm in, I'm in a stinkus in the center of a stinkus right now. We can't even see you. And there's no escaping it. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I think we should get to the story because it's sort of like, I feel like the segue is that we were talking about getting scammed, which is sort of like a the evil twin of pranks. Yeah. And this story is sort of centered on, we left off with a little bit of a prank and a cute prank rescue. And what else should we add to the blowdown? That was buttery smooth transition, Lindsay Rush. Thank you. I love that. Call me butter because I'm on a roll to bring it back to <laughs> keywords to something you guys hear about earlier. Oh, <laughs> secrets. Uh, blowdown notes, anyone? That's great. I don't have a blowdown, but I, I do also want to recognize because, as you know, we are not Marvel fandom experts, if you cannot tell. But I did <laughs> want to note that Shang-Chi and the Seven Rings. Ten rings. I know there's been a lot of... He lost his three rings. <laughs> Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. I feel like there's been a lot of press about that. And then also What If just came out on Marvel on Disney+. Plus. And Ooh. so I know we also have a Marvel group, don't we, for people to fanny over there. Yeah. So if you go to the list, just scroll on down and we have a Marvel group. We have a Star Wars group. We have a Fantastic Beast group. We have a Harry Potter group. We have a Game of Thrones group. So yeah, we're all hooked up. We got the pack. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's the blowdown in the Marvel world. Blowdown in Natasha's world. Danny, I love how you give Marvel updates. <laughs> I love I love that that's now become a, a segment. It's like movie phone. <laughs> Marvel updates from uninformed Marvel consumers. Well, I just feel like if I really loved Marvel and I was listening to this podcast, I'd be like, they're not talking shit about Marvel. And there's like a million things happening in the universe. <laughs> there's, there's your first mistake. The Spider-Man far from the Spider-Man no, no coming home. 
No way home. <laughs> no. <laughs> Spider-Man, get out of your house. <laughs> Spider-Man, this house is not a home. <laughs> they just dropped the trailer for that. And there's, um, we get a little uh, Doctor Strange Spider-Man partnership going on. We do. It's really breaking the multiverse. So in a new era. Danny, I do. I actually do now want a segment every episode where you give half-baked Marvel <laughs> updates. You were like, seven rings, it's 10 rings. You're like, there's no place like home. It's no, just this like, is- and now some updates from someone who only read the headline. <laughs> Spider-Man and Dorothy take Manhattan. There's no place like home. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I am only reading the Reddit headline. I don't know. It's, it's great. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. You know what? That's as much as we can commit to, and that's that's great. I love it. Anyway, if you're interested in more, I'm sending out a newsletter. <laughs> okay, the blowdown with Natasha. <laughs> yeah, the party's underway. Captain Steve Rogers just broke up the sort of like stripper fight, I guess, the stripper prank that Clint had done. And mm-hmm. both Natasha and Sharon gave him a kiss on his cheek for being their hero. Yeah. His face cheek. Yes. <laughs> and so I think more pranks are coming. And I think they're just still partying. Let's do it. And Lindsay, you're reading. Oh, wait, guys. Am I frozen? You were technically frozen, <laughs> but I can hear you. Just the blankest stare <laughs> of all time. It's really good. It's a really good blank stare. <laughs> Lindsay, can you do it? Can I do what? Her blank stare. Genius. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Pranked. Captured that memory. Oh, no, Allie. Can you hear us? Oh, no. The storms. Maybe the storms. Oh yeah, that's from I heard I saw somebody say that like sometimes being on Zoom is like talking to spirits. Allie, are you with us? <laughs> Can you hear us, Allie? Yeah. Send us a sign. Allie's coming through. Wait, you're the host now, so you can send you can she can still use the link and you can let her in, it says. It says Danny's the host now. I say oh. we just keep rolling. But is it gonna take a minute for her to get that audio? Is the audio the file Zoom, have to happen? The Zoom backup? I don't know. Because it said, did it say recording stopped? Yeah. Uh, It did? Yeah. Sue's cut this. (laughs) Should we clap so she knows where we, where Allie left off? Sure. Well, we'll clap when we start again. Never mind. No, never mind. Never mind. Well, we can clap when it stops. We can clap now and then we can clap when she rejoins. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. (laughs) What? 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 Our captain just fell off the ship and me and you were like, should we lift the sails? If you've ever been curious about who is not in charge, should we throw our computers out the window? (laughs) Allie, you have no idea the amount of panic Dana and I went through trying to think of how to salvage the situation. And we're like, if you ever wondered who was in charge, (laughs) I just suggested we clap. I don't know why. Should we clap? The only way, the only thing that we know what to do on a podcast is clap. (laughs) Like the two like galley men trying to take over the captain's wheel. We were like, I was like, should we lift the sail? (laughs) Okay, so should we get into it? Oh, we have to sing a Wango song. And this time we got to do every other verse so we don't. Okay. You guys, there's 69 pages in this doc. Whoa. How oh, cool. Nice. Okay. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. A horny podcast had a game and Wango was its name-o. W-A- W-A- Oh, sorry. <laughs> N-G. 
Allie, you're frozen again, though. You're frozen again. Oh, no. Oh, no. Damn it, froze again. <laughs> Danny, you know what to do. <laughs> Recording in progress. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'll start over the Wango song again. I blew it, ADL, and I had one job. I'm the reason it went out, because when I messed up, you froze. I didn't even know you, you messed up. I froze right after I sang it. Oh, <laughs> just out. Okay, I'll sing it again. Do we clap again? <laughs> yeah, let's clap again. A horny podcast had a game and Wango was its name-o. W-A-N-G-O, stick your finger in the hoe. Where's the tongue? No one knows. And, and Wango, Wango was a game-o. Great. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got story time. Gather round. Shh. Hush, children. Surprised by the vulgar tribute and the prospect of Steve's ample manhood, Sharon choked on her shot, inadvertently spitting a spray of Jägermeister directly into Steve's face. What had he said right before? The only thing bigger than his heart is his dawn. <laughs> what a closer. Clint howled and doubled over with laughter. Natasha elbowed Clint sharply in the ribs as she tried to mask her own smile and suppress the giggles that threatened to escape through her upturned lips. Mortified, Sharon ran to the kitchen to grab some paper towels. She returned to help Steve clean up in a flurry of apologies. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Steve. Shit, your shirt, Sharon said as she dabbed at the mass of tiny brown stains now littering his formerly crisp white shirt. I'm so, so sorry. I'll buy you a new shirt, she continued as she glowered at a still chortling Clint. Do you think he's going to go shirtless for the rest of the party? <sighs> I, I hope. hope so. Natasha, can I borrow a shirt? Oh, I only have the slinky dress. Okay. <laughs> Slinky dress for Steve. Does anybody have any chocolate sauce? If I'm going to be shirtless, I prefer to be covered in. <laughs> Are we doing <laughs> shirts and skins here? Is that how? <laughs> Do shirts and syrups? Cool. <laughs> Steve wiped his face with one of the towels and earnestly replied, It's okay, really. I know you didn't mean to. Blow all over your face? Clint no. interrupted, cackling again. This time, Steve shot a warning glance at Clint as he excused himself to go wash up in the bathroom. Wait, I have blowing more than candles on my Wango board. Does that count? It does. I feel like it's ambiguous okay. enough. Wango! <laughs> Last time I said, I thought the thing had to, the sexual thing had to happen, not just be discussed. Well, someone but she did. She just blew something else all over his face, and it was okay. the right. Okay. All right. Whew. Just feeling a lot of double standards here. <laughs> Danny and I, honest. this is what happens when you move to Nashville. Pay <laughs> me as much as Allie you. does, and your Wango can count too. <laughs> you guys can't see, but I am wearing an, a 17th century juror's uh, court wig that is full. Beautiful, white rolled tufts of hair. Uh-huh. Perfect. As judge and juror. <laughs> well, then if that's the case, then shouldn't I get you're so wet? They say they were wet. It's all over his face. I thought you should have got it the first time around. Hold on. No, they don't say the word wet. Yeah, Sorry. All right, just a wet person. A wango does not make. <laughs> I'm keeping my eye on you, <laughs> Chapman. <laughs> this time, Steve shot a warning glance at Clint as he excused himself to go wash up in the bathroom. As soon as Steve was out of earshot, Sharon slapped Clint in the arm with as much force as she could muster and yelled, "You little fucker! You're gonna pay for this!" Clint just grinned at her and nonchalantly huffed, "Promises, promises." As he strolled away back towards the bar, Sharon was about to stalk after him when Nat grabbed her gently by the arm. Sharon spun around and looked at her friend expectantly. Yes? She asked, still embarrassed and annoyed. Nat raised an eyebrow and arched the corner of her mouth in a devious grin as she gave Sharon one of those knowing glances, just like the one the girls shared that first night they met. You really want to get back at Barton? 
Sharon's eyes lit up in excitement as she nodded, hell yeah, and I know that look. What do you have in mind? Why don't we discuss this over another drink, Natasha suggested. Sharon smiled wickedly, offering her arm and escorted her cunning co-conspirator to the bar. Wait, pew, pew. Lindsay, I also have a suggestion on this. Do you think you could pew, 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 but into the tune of happy birthday? Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. Thank you. Wait, do I get a wango for the happy birthday song then? Yes. Absolutely yes, no. I do. Yes, no, I don't. Do. It didn't happen You'll in the story. You'll get it. You'll get we it. We said Be it. Patient. It has to happen Be in the story. Patient. You know that. I didn't bring it get up, serious. though. Get serious. Get serious. It'll happen. I have happy birthday on there, too. Okay. Hi, everyone. This will be our last season again. Please submit your, uh, <laughs> your love notes. Uh, it's just shy of 2 a.m., and only a handful of happily intoxicated stragglers remain. Natasha graciously said her thank yous and goodbyes to the lingering holdouts as they gradually made their way towards the door. Wait Sharon a had been doing we her best. We just blew past the entire potential for happy birthday song. The party's <sighs> over. No, but she hasn't had cake yet. Okay, okay. Listen, it's not my problem. It's, it hasn't happened <laughs> oh, in the story. Damn it. <laughs> okay, okay. Sharon had been doing her best to quickly tidy up the terrace space before she re-entered the apartment, hands full of empty wine glasses. She stopped in her trek to the kitchen to fondly watch her roommate share a friendly embrace with the final exiting guest. Unaware she had an audience, Natasha quietly closed the door, secured the deadbolt, and turned around to rest her back against it. She tipped her head back and closed her eyes for a moment, sighing contentedly as a small smile played at the corners of her mouth. Sharon just stood and stared for a moment, enjoying the sight of her obviously happy, maybe more than a little tipsy roommate. The party had been a success. All the planning and preparation had been well worth the effort to see her best friend let loose and genuinely enjoy herself. Sharon was suddenly startled out of her musing by the sound of Clint's barking laughter resonating from the kitchen. Natasha slowly opened her eyes and pushed off away from the door. She stared into her roommate's eyes and gave a subtle nod towards their bedrooms, her eyes glinting with naughty determination and her lips turned up in a devilish grin. Oh. Oh, yeah. Payback was going to be one nasty bitch to a certain cocky mischief maker and Sharon could hardly wait to start doling out the revenge. She smirked at Natasha. As revenge, and I'm going to just give him pleasure <laughs> all night. You want to really get him back? You know what they say, some <laughs> sex is the best revenge. <laughs> revenge is a dish best served hot. <laughs> also, Revenge is the show that the actress who plays Sharon Carter was on. That's sort of fun. Oh, I remember that show. I used to watch it. Uh-huh. She smirked at Natasha and nodded in confirmation. It was finally time for Operation Blue Balls Barton to officially get underway. Does anyone have blue balls? No, but that has to be the episode title. Operation Blue Bars Barton. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Blue bar Say that fast three times. Operation Blue Bar Barton. (laughs) It's a go. You guys, there's a restaurant near our house called Big Bad Breakfast, and that's how Caleb and I say it every time we pass by. We're like, Big Bad Breakfast. (laughs) Big Bad. And there's always a huge line. People like their breakfast big and bad. The girls' plan was simple. Lure their unwitting victim into Natasha's room under the guise that the girls wanted to give Clint a small token of their appreciation for all of his help in getting ready for and co-hosting the party. They tell him he deserves something special, something they knew he would appreciate. The best friends were going to offer him a one-time exclusive treat, a simultaneous strip tease with some bonus bumping grind. Oh, oh, wow. Wait, Lindsay, you already had strip tease, right? I think I had stripping and grinding. You had grinding, right? Yeah, I have teasing on mine. I feel like strip teasing then, yeah, that's this is good. Yes, you get that for okay, sure. Great. We'll give it to you. I will gladly give you that. That seems very fair. Okay. All he had to do, rather all he was allowed to do, was sit back and enjoy the show. And that was how they'd settle the score. 
They planned to torture Clint like the Greek figure Tantulus, a punished man whose penance was eternal temptation and deprivation. Oh. Forced to stand in a pool of water beneath the low-hanging branches of a fruit-laden tree, when Tantulus... Oh, we're getting a little Greek mythology. <laughs> More like a little freak mythology. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that. No, I love it. <laughs> When Tantalus reached for the fruit, the branches would raise just out of his grasp. When he bent down to drink from the pool, the water would recede too low for a sip. The hunger and crave without satisfaction. What a fitting punishment for the little shit who loved to tease them endlessly. Natasha was truly an evil mastermind. Of course the roommates were only planning to take their ruse so far. Sure, they'd seen each other naked countless times, nearly every day in passing, but the two women had never been intimate with each other in any way. That was the stuff that fueled men's fantasies, not something they'd ever considered themselves. So they'd agreed to do just enough to get Barton aching, sweating, and squirming in his seat. And damn, but that was going to be fun to watch. Sharon walked into the kitchen to deposit the dirty glasses and was met by Clint and Steve's raucous laughter. <gasps> Is it going to be a foursome? Are they going to invite Steve? I'm here for Wait, it. Wait, here's my, what do we, what's the word we call Prediction. it? We'll Prediction. Yes. My prediction is that Steve's going to leave, but he forgot something. And he's going to come back when the threesome is in full action and join. Okay. The two men were doubled over, tears wetting their eyelashes. Wet? (laughs) I put in quotes, you're so wet, so I can't cheat. I made it a quote. Uh, Tears wetting their eyelashes as they attempted to regain their composure. Sharon slipped quietly between them, shaking her head as she made her way to the sink. Carter, 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 you got to hear this, Clint wheezed before he fell back into another fit of laughter. She stood there expectantly for a moment, shifting her gaze between the two howling fools and waiting for one of them to get their shit together long enough to explain. A few seconds later, Steve and Clint were still trying to catch their breath. Ah, fuck it, Clint gasped. I can't do it. He raised his beer up and clinked it against Steve's. They both took a drink between chuckles as Sharon rolled her eyes and strolled back out of the kitchen to join Nat. There's a little kink in our plan, Sharon said, as she stepped briskly into Natasha's room. I feel like they're going to add a lot more kink to this plan. I thought there was a bunch of kinks in the plan. (laughs) (laughs) Only one? We can do better than that, Nat said with a sly smile. Two pairs of authentic handcuffs dangling loosely from her index finger. (gasps) Steve's Wango. still here. What? Handcuffs? I have bondage. Yeah. <laughs> we'll allow it. Okay. Let's see what they do with it, but yes. <laughs> Citizen's arrest. <laughs> I, have, I have use of weapons. <laughs> handcuffs, not a weapon. Damn it. Steve's still here, Sharon said before biting lightly on her bottom lip. Natasha's eyes narrowed and thought, hmm, that is a bit of a kink. Not real sure how Mr. Nice Guy is going to feel about our little scheme. Sharon sighed heavily, looking dejected, and resigned to scuttling their plan. Natasha relaxed her stare, shrugged her shoulders, and said, I guess there's only one way to find out. She chuckled under her breath as she tossed a roll of duct tape to her astounded roommate. Wow. Is duct tape a weapon? (laughs) She feels like it could be. (laughs) Natasha and Sharon returned quietly to the living room, restraints in hand and resolve renewed. They could hear the sound of water running and dishes clanking mingled with a low hum of Clint and Steve's conversation from the kitchen. Natasha pulled a single folding chair to the center of the floor, facing it towards the oversized sofa that was still pressed along the far wall. Meanwhile, Sharon busied herself at the bar, pouring four shots of Stoli. Oh, Danny, I just thought of Houdini pressed against the wall. <laughs> Poor thing. Still bare. She shoved the couch and a 18-year-old Havanese against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> She connected her phone to the sound system and scrolled through her music library looking for the perfect soundtrack to set their trap slash scene. Justin Timberlake's TKO thudded softly through the warm candlelit space. Great song. 
Natasha took a few steps towards the kitchen and called out to their prey. Hey, boys, would you please come out here for a minute? (laughs) Now, quick question. They were doing the dishes and they stopped. I'd be like, okay, we'll come back in 15. Let them finish. (laughs) Hey, boys, let us know when you're done cleaning up. (laughs) Clint ambled out to the living room, still talking animatedly over his shoulder to his brawny buddy who followed just a few steps behind. He bowed to the two beauties before him and lost his balance a bit in the process. He grabbed onto the corner of the bar and straightened back up with a dopey grin on his face. Tasha, Carter, something we can do for you lovely ladies? Natasha's eyes darted to Sharon's briefly before she turned to her longtime friend, sometimes fuck buddy. Actually, she rasped, actually, actually, actually. (laughs) I like already have a raspy voice and I can't fake a raspy voice. (laughs) Actually, she rasped, taking a step closer to Clint. There's something we'd like to do for you. She shifted her gaze to Steve and added, both of you. Clint Mm. folded his arms across his chest and gave Steve a little wink before answering, oh yeah, what's that? Sharon picked up the shot glasses and passed them around. We'd like to thank you for making tonight so special, she held up her glass. A toast to my awesome co-host and our valiant champion. Cheers. The four friends tossed back their shots and put their glasses back on the bar. Wait, you guys, does that count as swallowing? (laughs) No. (laughs) Just kidding. Steve wiped his mouth with the back of his hand before looking sheepishly at his companions. I'm afraid I didn't do anything tonight to deserve such recognition, ma'am. Natasha chuckled softly and replied, Are you kidding me? Watching you send that arrogant asshole flying was the highlight of our whole fucking night. Steve smiled coyly and shook his head in disbelief as he cast his eyes on the floor. Clint punched Steve lightly in the shoulder and chided his humble friend. Lighten up, Cap. If the girls here would like to show us a little gratitude, it'd be rude to refuse them. Isn't that right, Duchess? Sharon eagerly nodded her agreement and confirmed. Yes, most definitely. Especially since Nat here has planned something we know you'll really enjoy. Natasha, you beautiful, splendidly wicked woman, Clint beamed. What kind of sinful surprise have you and the naughty nurse over there cooked up for us? Wow, Barton, that was a lot of really big words in a row, Natasha (laughs) teased drolly as she walked behind the bar. Don't hurt yourself before you begin. You'll like that, huh? Clint asked boastfully. Not nearly as much as you're going to like this, Natasha assured. Hit it, JT! (laughs) Just kidding, sorry. (laughs) We only got four minutes to set the trap. (laughs) They plays the least sexy Justin Timberlake song from Trolls. Uh Bar Mitzvah. (laughs) Happy music. (laughs) Remember what we talked about while we got sauced at the last Stark Industries holiday party? Clint put his hands on his hips and rolled his eyes up and thought, Christ, Tasha, that was six months ago and we were hammered. I see, Natasha said coolly. Well, you were really going on about it at the time, but I guess it wasn't that big of a... Wait, 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 Clint interrupted. Just give me a minute for fuck's sake. The song's almost over. <laughs> this <laughs> is the best part. This is... <laughs> I love the bridge. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> the Bifrost. Clint... <laughs> nice, Danny. That's a funny little music joke. <laughs> Clint looked at Steve desperately, searching his eyes for some kind of clue he knew he wouldn't find. Steve shrugged his shoulders helplessly and teased, Come on, Private. Special Ops forces don't cave under pressure. Clint next turned to his panicked gaze on Sharon and was shocked to see her looking at him hungrily. She winked at him impishly before turning her ravenous stare on Natasha. He felt like his brain was shorting out. None of this was making any sense. Then, with a blink of his eyes, it all fell into place. The utterly confused look on Clint's face was suddenly replaced with a mask of shock as the memory of the conversation in question finally flooded back to his alcohol-dulled mind. He whipped around to face Natasha, looking suddenly sober and deadly serious. Natalia Alianovna Romanova, if you're dicking around with me right now, the friendship is officially over. 
I don't care if it's your birthday or Christmas or the 4th of fucking July. You do not joke about this kind of shit with me. You serious about this? Jesus, Barton, what are you getting so worked up about? Steve asked. Clint kept staring intently at Natasha while simultaneously shushing Steve, holding his left hand out in front of his friend's face as an added deterrent to further interference. Wait, is her actual name Natalia and she goes by Natasha? Mm-hmm. Natalia oh. Alianovna Robanova. <laughs> Anastasia. That reminds me of that movie, Anastasia. Yeah. Oof, great film. Oh my God. Wait, my sister makes a joke about being a lost Romanov. She like thinks she's <laughs> she's like of Anastasia lineage and just like stuck <laughs> working in Chicago. And I recently told my grandmother that. And Nana said that she also fantasized about being a lost Romanov. Really? But the two of them have never talked about it. I was like, did, did Emily tell you that? Oh, my gosh. What if she's channeling some sort of, like, family lineage into her psyche right now? That would be very exciting. Maybe it's true. No. That would be very exciting. No, no, no. Natasha chuckled under her breath, nodded once, and said, Scout's honor, but we have a couple of conditions. Clint hastily interrupted, his voice cracking as he shouted, anything, whatever you want. Natasha flashed a wicked grin as she reached under the bar and pulled out the handcuffs and duct tape, setting them on the bar. Steve suddenly choked out in a cough, backed away with a few steps, and anxiously sputtered, uh, it's getting really late and I have this uh, thing in the morning. I should probably be going now. The end of the episode. Not so fast. Whoa. Wow, things are heating up at the birthday party. Whoa. Wow. Now, I I just did a little reading ahead. Uh Uh-oh. And the notes of the next chapter say, this fic officially earns its explicit rating starting right now. Okay. So Clint's blue balls may be blue, but yours will not be next week. But right now they are blue. Yeah, so buckle up for episode four because it's about to get real crazy. Man. I don't think I got any wangos, but that's okay. I did really well last time. A Russian expletive. Her name isn't an expletive. And a triple kiss didn't count that both of them kissed his cheek, right, in the last one? No, I think it has. A triple kiss has to be done at the same time. That's right. We're probably going to get one, though. I'd be shocked if not. I have voyeurism, too, and I feel like that's going to happen if some – because if he has to just watch. Okay, so I got bondage. I got blowing more than candles. Is that right? Yeah. I got teasing. Reluctantly, you got blowing more than candles. Yeah, I got those three. And I didn't get the happy birthday song, and I don't think I'm going to get it now. That was my one shot. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow those candles. But it's still her um, birthday. Maybe they'll have some sort of – maybe they'll remember – I have birthday cake. They haven't done that yet. It could come out at the very end after they've all fucked. Okay. Danny, did you get any wangos? I hate speaking in Russian. Oh, yeah. So does that Russian name count? I feel like – why not? Okay. Wango. The rules are loose in Wango. Yeah. (laughs) Except for Lindsay. Yeah. We tighten them right up. Danny's the original judge. That- just because I respect her so much. I hold her to a standard. I'm your moral compass. Emphasis on the ass. <laughs> America's compass. I like to emphasize the cum part, Danny, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Okay, let's sing the song and then we can see yes. where our hammers are. Okay. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Is your hammer, hammer up or down? down? Hammers up. I love that it's getting sexy. Um, I love women sticking with women and hammers up preemptively. Yeah. Yeah. Same for me. My hammers up just because I can tell that everyone's going to get really sexy. And I think it's funny that they want to have this kind of prank and do like a strip tease for him and make him watch. It's great. I love this premise. I love that like at the end of the party, it's just like those four yeah. they're having fun. 
I think it's great. Yeah, this is great. I uh, Same. My hammer is also up. I love that they're going to uh, give Clint some mega blue balls. I feel like Steve is going to really get the best. He's going to really luck out in this circumstance. I think him yes. being there, he's going to get all the pleasure, at least initially. And he'll be really happy he was the stranger at this party that interfered uh, <laughs> earlier and punched their ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I'm excited for next episode. It's going to get steamy. Didn't Clint say, I told in last episode, I told you, Steve, you'd meet some new friends. Didn't think he knew. He did not. It was going to know what kind of friends he was making. Close, close, close friendship. Okay, well, I mean, this story is so well written, so fun, so exciting. So thank you again, 70 Secret Kinks. We are having the best time. See you in one of our 21 Facebook groups. Yep. <laughs> in our multiverse. <laughs> yeah, Enjoy. cute. Awesome. Bye, guys. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye. For more erotic goodness, join our Patreon, where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. For a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe, and if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. Ten points for nice reviews. 